The goal of resource management is to use the best combination of resources to satisfy requirements while also realizing these same resources are likely in demand elsewhere in the business. With us today is Ovid Lori, Global Field CTO for Turbonomic, an IBM company, to dig deeper into the operational relevance of application resource management. Ovid, welcome to Podchats for Future CIO. Thank you, Alan. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me here. What are the prevailing misconceptions about running applications in the cloud? You know, I think that when people think about going to the cloud, we think about elasticity and we think about the fact that public clouds have infinite resources. So going to the cloud is going to solve all our problems and allow us to run all of our applications perfectly. Everything's solved. And I think the reality is, yes, the cloud offers us the opportunity to take advantage of elasticity. But what I don't think people realize is it doesn't come with a way to be elastic in this elastic world. As you say, more and more applications are moving to the cloud. For IT teams charged with making sure these applications perform as advertised, what do they need to do? It really goes back to performance and elasticity, because if you cannot become elastic in this elastic world, you cannot get the benefits of elasticity. Public cloud providers tell you only use the resources that you need. I mean, that's what a utility model is. And it sounds so easy. The problem is understanding performance And understanding how to assure performance is actually quite complex when you think about all the different options that you have and the choices that you have in terms of the instances or the services that you can use. So I think that IT teams really need something that can help them become elastic in this incredibly complex world. If you could define for us, what is application resource management or ARM? So when you think about applications themselves, applications perform well for two reasons. Number one, somebody writes good code and they're architected well. And that's really where we use APM today. Application performance monitoring is a great way to measure performance and to understand that when it is the code, I can troubleshoot it in the architecture, I can troubleshoot it. Application resource management is a way to actually have software continuously observe from the application all the way down through the resources, figure out exactly what level to pull to assure performance. What resources should be allocated and deallocated in real time to guarantee that an application is always getting the resources it needs? Because the second reason applications run well is the fact that they always get the resources they need when they need them. Are there any specific conditions that would necessitate the need for ARM or is it should always be there right from the start? Yeah, I think this is an incredible opportunity that people actually don't realize coming into the conversation. You know, when I tell somebody, wouldn't it be great if you could assure the performance of your applications and eliminate resources as a cause of application delay? People always say, well, isn't that something I already do? But when you really think about it, in the last 20 years, everything has become software defined, which means that we can have software make decisions on how resources should be allocated all the time in real time and software. Software can now pull the lever to continuously align the demand of applications with the supply of resources, which means we can solve this problem of continuously assuring performance. And that is why I would say application resource management is needed everywhere. 
because the purpose of IT is to assure performance and provide the platforms and resources to applications. And this is an alternative to the failed methodology of the last 20 and 30 years of monitoring things and waiting for them to break. We have an opportunity, and it applies globally, to solve this problem and continuously make sure applications get the resources they need when they need them. Will having an ARM solve all the application performance issues that the company thinks it might have? Yeah, no, it's a good question. I think when I look at it, I don't think it will because, you know, I said before, APM is still a critical need so that you can measure the performance of applications and you can troubleshoot code because software can't write code, which means you still have to have people in the loop at the software layer. But when you solve ARM, when you use software to do the resourcing, there's typically three outcomes that you can drive from this. Number one, if we can prove to you that software can make the right decision and pull the right software lever and do this continuously at scale across clouds and platforms in real time, then we don't have to suffer the consequences of applications becoming slow because of interference or being starved for resources. Number two, if we can prove that software can solve this problem, then we don't have to take our best people to try to figure out what to do when application performance is already suffering and leave their most innovative projects behind so they can go try to fix something that shouldn't have broken. I mean, you already had enough resources, then why allow yourself to run out of resources? It's because people aren't doing a bad job. It's that the problem itself is beyond human scale. And number three, if we can prove that software can solve this problem, then we no longer have to try to throw money at this problem. I mean, when I talk to customers all the time, everybody over provisions, everybody buys a little extra. And as we know, that doesn't solve the problem. Even when we over provision, make our cloud instances too big, buy too much hardware on premise, even when we do that, we still monitor everything. Why? Because we know that at some point there is going to be interference, there is going to be congestion, and I'm going to have to do something. So have Having ARM allows you to inject a system that provides elasticity in an elastic world. Software can make these decisions at scale, when to allocate and when to deallocate continuously and in real time. For ARM to deliver the best value, what else is needed both from a technology perspective and in terms of the expertise experiences of the people using the tools? I think there's a couple components. Number one, ARM is simple. It's completely API-driven. It can be delivered as a SaaS platform. It can deliver it in a Kubernetes environment. It's really, really simple to deploy the software. To connect up to all the technologies, public cloud, Kubernetes, virtualization, again, incredibly simple. It's all API-driven. There are no agents that go out there. To deliver the value, the decisions, the things that you should do at scale across all of your different environments, Again, that's also incredibly simple because the software makes the decisions and it's never wrong because it's simply matching demand and supply. The algorithm always makes the right decision. Sometimes we have to modify the constraints. And that's where I think we start to talk about how to implement it because getting it up and running, getting the answers, that's the easy part. Operationalizing the platform, that's where the challenge comes in because you have to be willing to trust software to make decisions and take action because that's what this is all about. It's about software making decisions and taking the actions, whether you start manually or you schedule them or you automate them to continuously assure performance. That's where the challenge comes in because we work with the teams to help them understand that the decisions are right. We work with your teams to help the teams understand how to operationalize the platform. And that's the key. There has to be a desire to drive this outcome. And I believe that every customer in the world wants to assure application performance. I believe 
believe that every customer in the world is in a situation that the industry has put us in where we monitor things with tools and we wait for them to break and then we jump in to try to fix it, which means we can't solve this problem. So the key is, do we have a desire to solve this problem? And with ARM being in existence today and able to do it, it's really a matter of building that trust that software can make decisions and then working up what we would call a maturity curve where we operationalize, we automate the automation, we take those decisions and we start to put them into practice. And that's where we work with teams to help them along this journey. And that is the hardest part, getting the desire to do it. And the rest, again, is simple. The decisions are there. How do we choose to implement them? How much customization is needed from an ARM solution out of the box? So it's a great question because I think to get everything connected, to get the decisions, to turn it on and start taking actions, that's easy. But as we know, we have business constraints, operational constraints, licensing, clients, where our apps can live, where they can't live. So there are some things that we need to put in place, such as constraints that we haven't brought in from the existing system. A lot of them we do. So it's working with the teams to make sure that the decisions are being made within the business and operational context, such as licensing, such as location, such as redundancy. It's not hard to do, but it is something that you want to do. And that is really the only thing that you have to configure is make sure that the software is making decisions within the constraints. But most of the stuff out of the box, you're not even going to have to touch. It's really where there are specific requirements around compliance and policy. And in terms of who is the best person or role suited in evaluating an ARM solution, who should get involved in that one? No, it is an operational platform. What that means is there's going to be a lot of different people that use it. I mean, think about application owners. Today, they're flying blind. They have their APM tools, but they can't see what's going on underneath the covers at the resourcing layer. Infrastructure teams, they have their tools, but they can't see how the application is performing and don't understand it in many cases. And so there are multiple constituents that will need to be involved, but really it's an operational platform in the sense that somebody who needs to have the ability to pull the levers and use it, whether it's the cloud teams or the infrastructure teams, application owners approving actions, or really just letting the teams operationalize it. But you're going to have a combination of containers, applications, cloud instances, virtualization, and all of these different teams will be able to define the constraints or just turn on the automation or operationalize it so they can approve or accept the automation. But it's really going to vary. But somebody who is allowed to pull the lever and controls it will be involved in this. What are the key considerations for when an organization is shopping for an ARM solution? What should they be looking for? I would actually say there is only one ARM solution out there. I know there's the perception that others can do what Turbonomic can do. The reality of the situation is application resource management isn't about a feature of sizing something or moving something or or making sure I have capacity in disconnected tools. It's about solving a very complex problem from the top down, where the application should drive, for instance, how big a container should be, which should then drive how many nodes I should have, which should then drive how many physical machines I should have. So everything is connected. And this is really what makes 
Turbonomic Arm a unique platform. When we talk about competition, our competition really is business as usual because there are a lot of great tools out there that can do a lot of different things. But the reality is somebody has to interact with those systems. Somebody has to identify what the trigger point is. Somebody has to use them because they are tools. This is a platform that when you plug in, solves this problem from the top down across all of the different layers. And it is very unique in the way that is done. We have over 20 patents that allow us to use economic principles to manage demand and supply to solve this problem because we started with the problem. What problem do we want to solve? Assure application performance by doing application resource management. And we collect just the right data from just the right systems to do this. And that is the definition of a top down approach to solve a problem. And I think business as usual is really what the industries put us in, which is collect as much data as possible. And then when a problem happens, let's figure out how to use all that data to solve a problem instead of identifying the problem first. So that's really why I would say it is a unique platform that solves the biggest problem in IT, which is to provide the resources and assure the performance of our applications running on our platforms. You just mentioned that Turbonomic Arm is the only solution out there in the market. How do I ensure then that if I do bring in Turbonomic, that it plays well with all the other tools that uh, we have in our, our applications that are running in the cloud? Yeah, no, that's a fantastic question. And I, and I think if we go right back to the beginning where I said Turbonomic is agentless, it's API driven. So what that means is I'm connecting into the data sources you already have. I'm not deploying any agents. I'm not going out and connecting any unique data. What I'm doing is I'm tying into your APM solutions like Instana or AppD or Dynatrace. I'm tying into your cloud platforms directly through those management systems that you're already using to vCenters, to database servers. So I'm connecting to the data that you're already collecting. It's what I do with that data. It's how I use the data in the analytics to make decisions and then drive actions, which is where our value comes from. So you can be assured that regardless of the platforms you're using or the tools you're using, we're simply bolting on, taking the data, using it in our analytics and driving an outcome. As I said before, three incredible outcomes that we can prove out in an incredibly short amount of time in any environment. And it just flat out works every time because it's an engine that uses that data to drive decisions, to match demand and supply, give you the actions to do it, pull the levers to do it. And number one, if it works the way I say it does, which I'm happy to prove out, I'm going to help you eliminate 20 to 50% of your cloud spend. I'm going to help you eliminate 20 to 30% of the resources on premise. Why? Because you don't need to over provision to try to assure performance and fail. Software can solve that problem. I'm going to give people time back because When you have enough resources and think about public cloud, again, I said this at the beginning, public cloud has infinite capacity. The only thing I need is something that can take advantage of that capacity when I need it and give it back when I don't. And that means I can assure performance if I can be elastic in this elastic world. Ovid, thank you for joining me on Podchats for Future CIO. Thank you very much, Alan. Pleasure to be here. That was Ovid Lori, Global Field CTO for Turbonomic on the operational relevance of application resource management. You are listening into Podchats for Future CIO. As always, if you have a topic you'd like us to cover on this channel, simply email us at editors at society.com. We'd also like to invite you to sign up for a free weekly newsletter so you won't miss an episode of Podchats for Future CIO. In the meantime, stay safe, have a great day, and see you on the next episode of Podchats for Future CIO. Bye for now.